Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Ooh, worst advice I ever received. Uh, aside from that guy who said I need to tone up my thighs like a bitch. So I feel like all the other advice I've gotten has been like, like, hey, you should change your deodorant because you're sweating a lot and it's visible. How often does that happen? This was like maybe three or four years ago, like maybe like maybe three years into doing stand up. And I did this thing for like rooftop comedy and they post videos online and I just had these like massive pit stains and mm-hmm. like someone commented and wrote, hello, pit stains. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good note. So I changed my deodorant after that and it's been it's been smooth sailing. Hello is a pretty funny way to go about that as well. Like, right. hello, nurse. Yeah. Like Animaniacs. But right. Instead it was like and I made it stains. like cute. I don't think he was like writing it like, hello, pit stains. Yeah. Hello, my darling. Like he wasn't doing that. Yeah. It was just like, you're trifling. What about you? Uh, mine was also like kind of the internet. I'm, I'm really into Reddit and I'm into like everybody's <laughs> Who's always into asking. Reddit. I, me. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I check it like 50 times a day. Hilarious. You know why? It's because there's a Reddit for everything. But I love uh, just people like some of the questions on there are just hilarious and very specific. Oh. But I have yet to actually pose a question, but I still get questions answered there. You should pose a question. Yeah, like the Reddit women has been so nice. Like like when I was getting into dating when I moved to New York, because you know I grew up super Christian, I was like, what's like vagina maintenance like? You know, what what should be oh happening down there? So I went to our women. And so many people had asked that before. Wait, you didn't have a gaggle of gals? No, and even if I did, it's yeah. like they were asking the same question. They were like, ooh, okay, so we're in our mid-twins. Oh, so it was a posse of virgins. Yes, we're the we're that. like the virgin posse. We're like the opposite of, of the Leo, pussy posse. Leo DiCaprio's, <laughs> Leo DiCaprio's pussy posse. So what was the advice you found about the jeans? Oh, all the women were like, oh, don't shave it. Like, it's fine. Just make sure you like maintenance. And just have it how you want to have it. Like, dudes don't care. And if they do care, then they're like kind of a piece of poo. Sticky, icky, icky. Hello to our darling listeners. Hashtag YQY. Oh, I can't even believe it. They love it. The people want it. People have spoken, and I hate you guys so much. (laughs) First of all, we just want to say thank you so much for an amazing first season. We were number one right out the gate. Mm -hmm. Our live shows sold out in Minutos. And even St. Vincent tweeted at us St. Vincent, Annie Clark. Vincent, St. Vincent. That was a really good freestyle. Thank you. I thought I was going to do more, and I just, like, didn't. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to say St. Vincent twice. The point is, guys, Jess and I could have not done it without yeah. you. We are hashtag blessed, mm-hmm. hashtag overwhelmed mm-hmm. by your support. Thank you so much. We love you. And if we had as much money as Oprah, we would all buy you something, but we don't. We would. My secret fantasy about our show is that people come see Tito Queens and we have something under every seat. I think it should and be our like rose. And it's like a bunch of vibrators. Oh, yeah, that's It should too. be our rose. Yeah, rose is good. Yeah. <laughs> but also a bunch of vibrators. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's expensive. But yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway. 
We told you that we wouldn't be giving you any new episodes of Two Dope Queens for a while. But guess what, bitches? We lied. Ooh, the movie we- Lie Liar <laughs> should be made about us now. Hashtag Jim Carrey. Great film. <laughs> Such a good moral. It's so Don't good. lie. Anyway, we got lots of surprises for you until our season two launch. Like this. Right now. A few weeks ago, we asked you to send us your concerns, your questions, the problems in your life that you just couldn't find an answer to. And so many of you wrote in. We picked out the ones we, as queens, felt remotely qualified to answer. And uh, here we go. I'm Jessica Williams. I'm Phoebe Robertson. How do you choose a date? Well, one thing you can consider is looks. Sometimes I like to shake you girls when you worry so much about being pretty. What is your type? Whose company would you enjoy? You will be prettier. Your most exciting self. You will be more popular. It's the Two Dub Queens Advice episode. Oh, hell to the yes. Mm. We're like the Black Ann Lander. Aww. The Black Dr. Phil. Aww. The Black... Oh, she is black. Yeah. As I say, the Black... We're the double black. We're like double chocolate. We're double black Iyanla Van Zandt. Yeah. We're going to start with Megan or Megan. I don't know her life. Megan. Megan. Okay, so here we go. Our first question is from Megan. Hey, you dope queens. I have a question. My best friend since second grade moved all by herself to L.A. for a dream job almost a year ago. I was and still am so proud of her decision on taking such an amazing opportunity. Two days ago, she got dumped over the phone. No. By the guy. A turd face asshat. Her words, not mine, but I co-signed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she had been in a serious relationship for almost 10 years. No. 10 years? No. Oh, my a God. A full decade? Fucking stab yourself, dude. Oh Get out of God. town. Burn his house yeah, down. Like fucking Lisa Left Eye Lopez, oh his home. God. Rest in peace, girl. Angela Bassett. Yeah, set it off. Fucking Drew Barrymore and Firestarter. <laughs> All of it. Kill him. Okay, yeah. anyway. Uh, so this is the rest of Megan's. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. Megan. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, at first, I thought she was joking. But it's real, and I'm at a loss for how to be there for her. Mm. I've already rush shipped a care package to her, but I'm still worried as fuck about her, seeing that her entire life had just been turned upside down. What kind of advice do you have for a best friend on how to be there for her when she's all the way across the country? Thanks, babies. Love much and keep rocking. You know, it makes me think of actually a very powerful film, one of the most powerful films ever made. I believe it's called Waiting to Excel. Uh, I thought you were going to say uh, The Sandlot. <laughs> it reminds me of The Sandlot. A You're killing me, small. Beautiful. <laughs> That's my favorite line. Ever, okay. Anyway, um, this is so ig. This is like such ig advice. Okay. Anyway, Whitney Houston says, I'm sorry, Whitney Houston says, you know, there comes a time in someone's life when, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then Whitney Houston goes, but when you've got friends and they wish you well, there comes a point when you will excel oh shit that's such good advice and I think the best thing Megan that you could possibly do for your girlfriend is be there for her that's it yeah let her know you know don't try to talk her out of her feelings and just remind her that she's valid and just just be there for her yeah and then also like buy a ticket to LA as soon as possible Mm -hmm. go out go party in WeHo go to Los Feliz Silver Lake yeah I like that. And if your name is Megan, then Megan, I've been in this position. I had a Mm. really close friend of mine, Jamie Lee, who you heard on a couple episodes ago. The same thing happened to her. She was with a guy. um, They lived together. 
she got dumped over the phone. And yeah, it just you have to be there for them nonstop. Also, watching RuPaul's Drag Race really helped oh, out a lot. It feels so good to it watch It perks you up because that show is all about loving yourself, mm-hmm. loving who you are, standing your truth. But if you could just be there for her and like Jess said, the, the flight to L.A., like she will literally fucking cry at the airport when mm-hmm. she sees your face. Mm-hmm. And that would be like you're, you're going to look back on this moment in your friendship and that's you're going to cherish it so much. Even though it was a difficult time for her, that sisterhood is going to like – it's life-changing. You also just get, like, first dibs at being the maid of honor in mm-hmm. the next wedding when mm-hmm. she gets married. Mm-hmm. I love that you brought up RuPaul's Drag Race because it's the best. It feels so good mm-hmm. to watch that show. Yeah. But I love when they're like, how you going to love somebody if you can't love yourself? Yes. That's, mm. the, that's the moral, I Megan. I chills. And Megan. Maybe it's just Megan. Ooh, Megan. <laughs> uh, so good yeah, luck with your friend. Advice. I got chills hearing your advice. It was so good. Oh, thanks, Jane. All right. Next one. This is from Mimi or maybe Mai Mai or Mimi. <laughs> I love your show. Oh, thank you for making it. Okay. So I need some advice. How the hell can I get my hair to grow long and luscious like yours? <laughs> oh, girl. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm taking the vitamins. I cut out the relaxer. I'm rubbing in the shea butter. But I got nothing. I'm considering Rogaine if I don't see some growth. Okay. This might be a, a trifle, but you know how important hair is. Dash mommy me. Oh, Mimi, Mimi. Mimi, 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 Mo. Where do we start? Mimi, Mo. Girl, I buy my hair overseas. We. Have it shipped today express go on alibaba.com and get that hair yes girl i have an afro that is curly as fuck and hard to comb in the summer mm-hmm. so i put in a weave and i am fucking beyonce mm-hmm. so first of all your hair i just want to say right now it is stunning as it is yeah. that's the yeah. first thing i love playing with hair but i got to a place in my 30 years of existence being like, my hair as it is, is all that I need. Yeah. Like, hair is beautiful the way it is, like Phoebe said. And also, like, naps are a social construct. Like, texture being negative is a terrible concept. Like, short hair is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Just learn to accept your hair as it is now. I think otherwise you will never be happy with it. Yeah. And it's exciting that you cut your relaxer out. For me, when I did that, it took a while. So I have like a big kind of fro now, but it took like three and a half, four years. And I was taking vitamins and I like to spray my hair uh, in the morning and before I go to bed with coconut oil. Do and you that really? really? Yeah. It helps with the roots. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do that. Shit. Yeah. I really like that. I'll so do nothing to it. But your hair is great, Mimi. Yeah. Don't you forget. Yeah, my, my. Okay, moving on, we got my girl, Lola. She is going to ask a good question, probably. Mm -hmm. This is Lola. Hey, Biz. That's not her. That was me. (laughs) This is her. You lied to me. I thought that was her. (laughs) No, that was me. Hey, Biz. I grew up super religious. Lost my virginity at 23. Yeah, girl. Um, Just found out the only dude I've ever slept with gave me HPV. (gasps) Fuck. You just get in the game and that shit happens? I know. I know. God damn. It's cray-cray. Anyway, she continues. I know everyone has HPV and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. but I still feel like shit. 
I know my body will probably take care of it on its own. But growing up, the church projected the idea that if I ever got an STD, I was worthless. I know in my head this isn't true. But any advice on coming to terms with this new reality? Lola, girl, I want you to take the word worthless. Remove that from your vocabulary. That was a knife. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's not like a a samurai. uh, It was a throwing star. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I think I'm going to let Jess take the lead on this because you grew up super religious. What do you you have to say? I grew up super religious. It was crazy. It took like a lot um, for me. I know a big part of that. Uh, both my parents were ministers, and I grew up church every Sunday. Um, I even did a purity ceremony. You could probably relate to this, Lola, where I swore that I wouldn't have sex until I was married. Um, that is not true. I lost my virginity probably about a year and a half ago, and it was really scary for me to do that because I, I had this idea that, you know, if I have sex, I'm going to go to hell. Um, God is watching. So I just felt very uncomfortable um, with sex. But, you know, even more importantly than that, I felt very uncomfortable with my body. Um, HPV is something that plenty of people have, but that is something that, you know, is now a part of your body. I'm sorry that happened to you. But I think more importantly, it's maybe working to get comfortable with your body and with your skin. I know a big part of it for me is I'm working on it all the time, just being comfortable with my body, especially, you know, living outside of my parents' Christian domain. But therapy really helped me with that a lot. Just having an older adult to like talk to and who wasn't ever going to shame me or make me feel like I was less than or that my body was just in service to my husband and to God. Um, it, it really, really is life-changing. Oh, that was so good. I Yeah, what Jess said. Um, I like flashback to yeah. church. <laughs> Why you do that to me, Lola? It can feel like a full-time job keeping up with the news right now. So WNYC is teaming up with NPR to bring you a new 20-minute daily podcast called Consider This. We're bringing you the day's big headlines, and we include the most important stories from the New York area alongside the national news to help you make sense of the day. Listen to Consider This from NPR and WNYC weekdays wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, this one's from Emily. Ooh, guys, workplace swirl. Do you want me to read this to you so you can definitely have fun? Okay. This is so exciting. Ladies, I have a workplace dilemma. I'm just a brown girl trying to get my ebony and ivory on with a coworker who is vaguely my superior. We're both kind of awkward, but I think our tension is a bit more than just general weirdness. I just want him to realize that I adore him in his rockabilly side project band. Ooh, do I make a move? Ooh, from girl. workplace swirl. Oh my god! Yeah, rockabilly. A, I know. So this is like a, a Chris Isaac situation. Yeah, I guess so. It's like who wicked? Was it Wicked Games? Yeah, is, is Chris Isaac the one? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, one of the saddest moments I've ever had in an airport was like 4 a.m. in a layover in like Chattanooga, and that song was playing very loud, and I was sitting in the airport like by myself. 
Anyway, my worst airport experience is when I, uh, uh, my flight got so delayed that I missed uh, a college gig and like just fucking stings oh. like Field of Gold. Was you playing. were lit. I was so pissed. <laughs> I was like, Sting, shut the fuck up. Not now, Sting. Yeah, but now I'm into it. But yeah. like him singing about fucking barley, I don't want to hear that shit <laughs> when like Southwest has canceled my flight. It's so icky. Yeah. I love when music doesn't fit the situation, it's so hateful. <laughs> Anyway, um, workplace swirl, Phoebe. You got an this answer? is. Oh my god, I'm literally so excited for you because mm-hmm. this feels like parks and recreation. Like Ooh. I know this is like real life. Mm-hmm. So what I feel like you should do, there should be like a group happy hour. So you guys all go out for a group happy hour. You sit Cute. next to him. Wait, how does she invite him first though? I think it has to be like an office email. Like, hey guys, summer's here fucking five dollar mimosas or whatever okay. don't put the fuck in there though. yeah don't but yeah you get the gist right okay. so then everyone's like oh i'm down i'm down mm-hmm. there'll be a group where you go you mm-hmm. go over to the bar you're hanging out you're having some drinks you sit next to him mm-hmm. my go-to move is i like to do my press a thigh against a thigh that's too much for me i, no. I already want to throw up continue no but that's great because mm-hmm. it if he doesn't move his leg you're in it's good i like that yeah it's low stakes. And if he like does move his leg, you just be like, oh, sorry. I didn't like didn't know you were there. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. a, it's a way to like test the waters. Yeah. And then you can also be like, oh, I want to you got this this band. I want to check out your band sometime. If mm-hmm. you take interest in dudes, like just one thing they do, they like their dicks get so hard. Yeah. You know what? It's because they're used to so many like basic ass. Yeah. Hoochies. Yeah. So if you're just like, I want to go see your band play. Yeah. And then, like, you go to his concert, mm-hmm. and he's, like, making eyes at you. You take your top off. Yeah. Or maybe not. Do <laughs> <laughs> but I think if you just, like, there seems to be some flirtation tension between the two mm-hmm. of you. So I feel like he might just need you to to know that you're open to receiving. Mm-hmm. You're open to the swirl. Right. That's great advice. Because you might be the, the first lady outside of the, the white realm that he's ever, like, been like trying to put the moves on so he might not know how to approach so thigh touch yeah hang i also feel like we seem very regal like i feel like we are like a regal women Mm -hmm. um so i think it's nice if you just make sure to give him that go ahead like phoebe's saying like just realize that you probably look like regal af Mm -hmm. you're like the queen of sheba like walking around oh my god the water cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is our last question. Ooh, I like this question. You want me to read it? Yeah. Hi, my name is Lo, but not Lo from the Hills, but I fucking wish it was Lo Dude, from I the love Hills. Lo. She's fucking awesome. She's like a great businesswoman. Uh, she's great. Um, so this is from the Not Hills Lo. Mm-hmm. My white bow. Ooh, I love the use of bow. My yeah. white bow isn't as woke as I want him to be. Uh oh. And I get a lot of questions like, wait. How is that racist? Do I educate him or send him to the books? In parentheses, I'm white too. Like, yeah. Because how is that racist is a tough one. Because it's also like asking like, how is that racist is like, how does the sun work? It's so much to explain. And it's like, if you don't get it. This relationship isn't like the movie Dangerous Minds. Like, I don't want to be Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, you don't want to be a part of something like that. Right. You want to be with someone you don't have to explain <laughs> stuff to all the time. You know? Do you remember the like cameo video that she did with Coolio? It was for so Dangerous good. Minds? And she was like sitting in that chair. Like, and backwards. Just- <laughs> She's like, what's up? You want to tell me what this is all about? 
It's so good. Yeah, um, I think you should just feel it out. But if you like says, you know, the N-word at Red Lobster. And then he's like, how is that racist? You gotta... It's done. You gotta say check, please. Yeah, it's over. But get an order of the Cheddar Bay Biscuits to go. I mean, get a hundred of them. Call the Uber as soon as he placed your order. (laughs) From his phone. Take them to go. Yeah. Because fuck that dude. Woo! Thanks to everybody who wrote in. We wish that we could have helped everybody out. But alas... We don't get paid for this shit. Yeah, so how about you fucking PayPal us? Yeah. You can email us at <laughs> we are so ignorant <laughs> at hotmail.com. <laughs> no, really, we love what we do. We don't need to get paid. Yeah, but uh, tweet at us. Maybe we'll tweet back during the summer yeah. when we're not getting eaten out every day. I don't know. That's my summer plan as well. <laughs> I know my boyfriend listens to this podcast, so and I know my mother listens to this podcast. Oh, so and I know sorry. his mother listens to his podcast. Oh my god. But that's a good summer goal. <laughs> for you, Phoebe, not me. Dude, Links. it's gonna happen like maybe three times. That's um, that's a lot though. As I long know. as you just make them stay down there. Okay. I work so much. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Also, do you guys want to hear something major or something major, as Posh Spice likes to say? Major. Um, It's Victoria. It's Posh. She's forever She didn't even like it. I know. But also, it's Posh. Um, So, (laughs) wow. She's, like, always been trying to move on as, like, Miss Beckham or, like, a serious fashion designer. Phoebe's like, people never forget. She's Posh. Anyway... Well, Two Dope Queens is on a quick breaky. I'm working on a side piece. And no, I'm not talking about hot dudes. This is not sex. This is an actual project. Like, I have a jobby job. It's called So Many White Guys with three O's because I'm overdue. So it's like, uh, so many white guys. Am I right? And it's something a little different. It's an interview show with a new special guest every week. Plus, my girl Alana Glazer is going to be on the show. And if you want to get a taste of it, there's a preview up already. So go to your podcast app, search for so many white guys with three O's, y'all, and take a listen. Plus, we're going to be keeping you hot with bonus Two Dope Queens episodes. They'll feature performers you haven't even heard yet. So keep listening. Oh, yeah. Two Dope Queens is produced by Joanna Solitaroff. Our team includes Rachel Neal, Jen Poyant, Paula Schumann, Casey Means, Alex Overington, Joe Plort, and Shanoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Broski. Hey, boo. Bon voyage for now, cuties. YQYE. Y'all come back now, you hit. This motherfucker is psychotic. I bet you there's serial killers less able. Get your shit! Get your shit! And get out!